Welcome, everyone, to episode 35 of Startup BizCast. It's February 2008. I'm Steve Mullen, and this week's topic is small business taxes. Startup BizCast is the small business advice podcast that takes less time than your average coffee break. It's produced by Endgame PR Podcast Production. It is tax season, and this is the first episode of a two-parter with June Walker. She's a tax and financial advisor and author of the book, Self-Employed Tax Solutions. She's going to be with us not only this week, but next week as well. And to create more time to talk about small business taxes, I'm going to preempt the BizCast brief and get right to our interview. June, thanks so much for joining us on Startup BizCast. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. Tell us about what you do. You obviously have a lot of experience as a tax and financial advisor. Right. For 25 years, um, I have been working with self-employed, anyone who works for him or herself, whether it be um, a plumber, a marketing person, um, actors, artists, uh, psychologists, attorneys, uh, dog walkers. I even have a shepherd who's a client. Uh, Anyone who works for themselves, I have been doing tax and financial consulting. I also write articles and books about it, and I also do um, seminars and give uh, workshops. Now, obviously, taxes are on the mind of a lot of people, taxes and politics, but we'll talk about taxes today. Right. Uh, We'll say politics. (laughs) Exactly. Um, It's obviously in the mind of a lot of people and small business owners. They're no exception. What should a small business owner look for when choosing a tax preparer? Uh, This is obviously an important thing. It's very important, and anyone who has read my articles or heard me speak knows that I don't think that small businesses or self-employed people, I call them indies, should do their own tax returns. Um, They can do all the prep work, but the tax return should be left for the tax professional. And you would think that because a considerable share of tax pros are themselves self-employed or they have small businesses, that they would understand the indies and the small businesses better than they do. And the problem is that most self-employed don't think like accountants, as you and I both know. And most accountants assume that indies, because they're business people, do think and act like accountants, that they are linear thinkers and that they're good at record-keeping. One example, if I could give before I get into how to pick a professional is, The bad guy in my book is Sammy Seagar, CPA, and Sammy Seagar, let's say at the end of a a tough day, he'll rent a DVD for relaxation or amusement. Sammy would never, he'd never imagine that such an expense could be um, a business deduction for an artist or a copywriter or a musician, that any of those people would have a valid professional reason for buying or renting a DVD. And so it's really important for a small business person or an independent professional to find someone who understands what they're doing and to help them in their tax preparation and tax planning. And that's a big part of it. So I I think that 
um, your listeners need to think of finding a tax professional to break it down into two parts. Part one is you need to get recommendations and get the recommendations, start by asking colleagues, uh, people who perhaps are in the same profession as you or who have a similar business as you. Uh, if you belong to a professional organization, perhaps you can ask others in your organization. You, combine, you can combine your efforts and uh, with the other members to find someone. There's also, uh, you can call your local small business development center or the small business association. Both of those often are located at your um, local community college. There's also, uh, try a local chapter of SCORE, that's S-C-O-R-E. And um, you can also find these on the web if you just go and search it out. Also, um, if there's a local, if there's a tax franchise near you, um, if you go there, see if they have a preparer who specializes in small business or who specializes in self-employed. Uh, that's, uh, and make an appointment with that person. Don't just walk in the door and say, hey, can I have somebody do my tax return? But... What happens after you get the recommendations? Which one of these people do you choose to do your, to work with you? And if you belong to an organization, ask this tax professional to come speak to your organization. See how comfortable he or she is to meet um, 10 small business owners and ask questions, uh, keeping in mind that the tax pros there possibly open to getting new clients. So if they're looking for clients, they should be willing to do that. So that's number one. Also, ask how many clients that the tax pro has that are like you. Not just how many clients they have, but uh, if you're a blogger, how many bloggers do they have? If you own a flower shop, how many flower shops do they have? Ask for a reference, and can you go and talk to that reference? Um, also, use use your instincts and your talent. Size up the professional the same way you would size up a new client or a customer. If someone walks in the door and you say, well, do I really want to work with this guy? Say the same things. Use those same business talents that you have that you use in whatever your independent venture is. Use those same talents when you look at your tax professional. I know I, I always say to people, watch out for the recommendations you get from Aunt Tilly or your best friend's uncle who, who is an accountant with some international conglomerate for 20 years. Make sure you get reliable information, and reliable means somebody who's familiar and knowledgeable about your tax situation. Well, that's particularly important, I guess, because you may get a recommendation from someone who is perhaps just filing an individual tax return, doesn't have a small business, I guess the, the recommendation has to be from someone who you know knows what you do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And often what happens is I find that a lot of people say, well, they'll, their, their daddy had an accountant for 20 years and they just started their own small business, whatever that small business is, or they're independent professionals. 
And uh, it just um, here, it's in, I'm using the term independent professional and small business interchangeably, but if you, you can sort of think of the small business might be the gift shop down the corner and the independent professional might be the person who designs the logo and the, um, the business cards for that business down the corner. But they're both people uh, who work for themselves. And Daddy's accountant may handle only W-2 people, only people who've worked in the corporate world their whole lives. So now that you have that person, uh, let's, let's talk about actually getting the taxes prepared. Is there anything you can do right now to increase your deductions to actually reduce your tax burden for this year's taxes for April? There's really nothing you can do about last year, but there is much you can do about how you handle the tax preparation of last year of 2007. Uh, Something that small businesses really need to think about is that um, your tax return and, and record keeping, it's not a chore. It's an ongoing process. It's something that you need to look at for the entire year. So now that that last year is over, what can you do? Well, we already talked about picking the right professional. Uh, and Steve, you had mentioned before about filing, um, I think, after the deadline or filing an extension. One of the, th- the big thing you want to do is take your time with your 2007 tax return. Um, an extension is good. We can talk about why it's good, but you need to take your time so that you don't miss any deductions and you handle your income in the right way. Well, I guess the big thing really is to make sure you have all your ducks in a row when you file the return, whether that's uh, on time on the filing deadline or whether that's just, you know, if you need to have that extension to make sure it's all ready and correct. Is that kind of what you're thinking? Well, I'm thinking uh, that, yes, but there's there's um, there's this old husband's tale out there that an extension triggers an audit, and that is absolutely not so. So you do want to take advantage of getting more time. It's more time to collect and review your material. So even if often, I recommend that even if you have your tax return done on time, let's say by the end of February, you... For self-employed and small businesses, it may be worthwhile to hold on to that return. Most, Most people, most taxpayers think there's only one way to prepare a tax return. But tax pros know that income and deductions can be treated in a variety of ways. So if your tax preparer understands the self-employed life or the small business, she's going to be equipped to make choices to your to your tax advantage. And here's where you can do something about 2007. Many of the choices for 2007 on your tax return may depend upon your income and your expenses for 2008. So the later you file in 2008, the more you'll know about 2007. So, for instance, um, if you're if you have substantially high income in 2008, higher than 2007, you might want to take a, a bigger deduction in 2008 for equipment you purchased in 2007. 
if you have very high 2007 income, you may want to make a hefty pension contribution. But if you don't have the money right now, even if your tax return is done, you want to make a heavy um, pension contribution, you can file an extension and wait until October. So that gives you until October 2008 to come up with a pension contribution for 2007. And so you need to talk to your tax pro about creating this favorable tax scenario for you. Now, you mentioned deductions, and we're starting to run a little bit long here, but let's talk briefly about deductions. What are some of the more important deductions that uh, small business owners, independents, tend to forget about? Well, I think that the first step for a small business or an independent is uh, they have to have what I call an indie business mindset. They need to think of themselves as a business. And they tend to cheat themselves on deductions because they don't realize that, um, well, we just, we, last month, we just finished the holidays and people were buying New Year's cards and Christmas cards and postage to send these cards out. How many of those people that were sent these holiday greetings were business associates? Half of them, three-quarters of them. Well, three-quarters of them were business associates and three-quarters of your holiday card purchases, and the postage is going to be a business deduction. So that's one of the – it's a way of thinking. There's another way is think about your relationships, your – excuse me, just because someone is – just because you have a personal relationship with someone, um, a spouse, um, an uncle, a brother, it doesn't mean that you can't also have a business relationship with that person. And I can give uh, examples of that kind of thing. So it is a way of thinking about your business. If you... um, if your scanner isn't working and you and your, you ask your sister or your brother to come over and please fix your scanner and when they're done, um, you take them out to dinner or buy a plant or buy a bottle of wine as thank you for your brother because he fixed your scanner. That's a business deduction. Okay, that's excellent advice. And June, thank you so much for being on the show. We want to have you back for the next episode and make this a two-parter. Would that be okay with you? That would be great. Thank you. You can read more of June's advice in her blog at junewalkeronline.blogspot.com and be sure to check out her book, Self-Employed Tax Solutions. Also, be sure to download the second part of our two-parter on tax season coming up next week. That's a wrap for Episode 35 of Startup BizCast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Steve Mullen. Looking for the latest in technology news and information? Look no further. CS TechCast brings you the latest in technology news and information each week, now available at cstechcast.com.